0: You are listening to a sermon podcast from Urban Village Church Edgewater, where all are welcome. Good morning. My name is Rebecca Burwell, and I'm going to be reading scripture today from First Chronicles 29, 1 through 2, 5b through 6, 9 through 18, and 20 to 22. King David said to the whole assembly. My son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is young and inexperienced, and the work is great. For the temple will not be for mortals, but for the Lord God. So I have provided for the house of my God, so far as I was able, the gold for the things of gold, the silver for the things of silver, and the bronze for the things of bronze, the iron for the things of iron, and wood for the things of wood, besides great quantities of onyx and stones for setting... Antimony, colored stones, all sorts of precious stones and marble in abundance, who then will offer willingly, consecrating themselves today to the Lord. Then the leaders of ancestral houses made their freewill offerings, as did also the leaders of the tribes, the commanders of the thousands and of the hundreds, and the officers over the king's work. Then the people rejoiced because these had given willingly, for with single mind they had offered freely to the Lord, King David also rejoiced greatly. Then David blessed the Lord in the presence of all the assembly. And David said, "'Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, are the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in the heavens and on earth is yours.' Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. Riches and honor come for you, and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might, and it is in your hand to make great and to give strength to all. And now, our God, we give thanks to you and praise your glorious name. But who am I and what is my people that we should be able to make this freewill offering? For all things come from you, and of your own have we given you. For we are aliens and transients before you, as were all our ancestors. Our days on the earth are like a shadow, and there is no hope. O Lord, our God, all this abundance that we have provided for building you a house for your holy name comes from your hand and is all your own. I know, my God, that you search the heart and take pleasure in uprightness. In the uprightness of my heart, I have freely offered all these things, and now I have seen your people who are present here offering freely and joyously to you. O Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our ancestors, keep forever such purposes and thoughts in the hearts of your people and direct their hearts toward you. Then David said to the whole assembly, Bless the Lord your God, and all the assembly blessed the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and bowed their heads and prostrated themselves before the Lord and the king. On the next day, they offered sacrifices and burnt offerings to the Lord, a thousand bulls, a thousand rams, and a thousand lambs, with their libations and sacrifices in abundance for all Israel. And they ate and drank before the Lord on that day with great joy. The word of the Lord. God is
1: good. All the time. All the time. God is good. We are also Good. Awesome. Good morning. My name is Chan Choi. My pronoun is he, him, his. I'm serving Urban Village Church at Water. Welcome all of you in the name of Jesus Christ, who is our Savior, who is our Lord. Today, we are going to think about another important rhythms of life, give. So far, we have been talking about different kinds of practices, such as prayer. Do you remember that? And and rest. Last week by Pastor Emily, which would help us to organize our life to make a balance and to bring the peace to our own life. So when you heard today's rhythm, the giving, what's your expectation about the message? All right, Pastor Chan would preach about offering and tithe and making pledge. You may receive my email from some other pastors two, three times this year. I know that. It's a pretty important aspect of giving because it's a way to express our gratitude to our God. At the same time, it is a resource of our ministry that share God's love and grace to the world. So please consider to support uh, this ministry through your uh, pledge and giving. That's it. I'm not going to mention the tithe and offerings anymore from now. My part is on about offering itself. I may have a little bit later. I'm going to mention it, but forgive me that. So, (laughs) there are more different uh, types, aspects of giving to others. Do you have any ideas of different... Different ways of giving as your general attitude of a life? I'm asking. So just, just throwing any words. Volunteering. Volunteering. Amen. That's perfect. <laughs> David did a really great job, and wow, it was really. Even I'm a pastor, but I really want to volunteer for the church, signing up for communion table decoration, and signing up for our welcoming team and praise band. And it was really great. And there's a wonderful. How about others? Volunteering. Listening. Listening. Music. Music. How about giving a kind word to somebody? So why don't we just give that kind word to, to someone next year? Like, what kind of kind of word? Um, you look good or you made the right decision this morning, like something like that. Let's try. Just try. All right. And you can give a hug, right? This is another way to give, right? All right. I can see everybody smile, which is really great. And giving a present, right? Giving a present uh, another way to give. And how about giving a good tip? Mm-hmm. I know tipping is a terrible anti-worker system, but it'll be the areas of life where we, are, we practice giving to others in regular and everyday life, right? So let me ask you, are you being generous in tipping? All right, I can see some, this some, uh-uh. All right, eight years ago, when we just arrived in O'Hare Airport, everything was new to us. To my family, we had no idea how to ride a train and bus, where to purchase a cell phone and plan. Soon enough, we were facing the most critical problem, where to eat. My wife, Yang and I didn't want to go to a fast food restaurant like McDonald's and Burger King because we'd been there in Korea. We had at that restaurant. So we searched for a restaurant in our neighborhood and found a perfect place to go. <laughs> All right, it's already on it. The name of the restaurant looked perfect, Steak and Shake. Wow. These were the perfect combination of our favorite, Steak and Shake. So we went there. The server welcomed us, and their pictures of food in the menu Look perfect. So we ordered burgers and shakes. Everything went well except one tipping. You know what? There is no tip culture in Korea and most of Asian culture, so we don't have that. So I Googled it. You know that I love Google, the company, and their way. Anyway, I Googled how to tip at restaurant. And let me read my finding from this search. Tipping can be confusing and varies, but a general rule for waiters is to tip 15 to 20% of the pre-tax bill. Is it okay? Right? Is it right? All right, I'm just wondering. (laughs) So I calculated 20% of our pre-tax bill and gave our server $10 bill which is almost 30% of our actual bill, $10 bill. I was so proud of accomplishing this mission of tipping in a first time. It was the very first time in my life. $10 bill, I made it. But there was one problem. I gave this $10 bill to our server before our dish was served. I called her. Excuse me. Here is your tip. <laughs> there was no instruction, no timing of tipping. So I thought the purpose of this tip would be encouraging the server to provide a better quality of service. Right? Is that making sense? Right? Yeah, right? If you get my $10 bill, all right, this person is perfect. I'm going to offer better quality of service. So that's which one I gave her $10 bill. Now I understand why the server had an awkward smile on that day. She was confused. What is is going on? At that time, I didn't know tipping is an act of generosity rather than a transaction of service. How's your practice of giving? Are you giving with an expectation of return or is it your natural rhythm of life? Do you feel giving to others as a pain and sacrifice or do you find joy and gratitude through giving? Through today's message, I hope we all realize that this rhythm of giving is joyful and delightful. And it is also a key to become a one body in Christ. Amen? Amen. Today's passage comes from the first book of Chronicle. It is called the, the Bible's Best Kept Secret. It's not on the common lectionary, which is a collection of scripture reading for the church and preacher. And people only read the first and second Samuel and sec, first and second Kings rather than the first and second Chronicles. However, in the Hebrew Bible, this book is considered as an important record of history of Israel from the creation of this world with the first human Adam to the end of the Babylonian exile. And today's passage would be a highlight of their history because it is about the building the temple, where it is a house for God. In general powerful kings They they just built their own palaces to show off their power. However, this great king, the David, wanted to build a temple. Why? Because he knew that his power came from God. That's which why he planned to build this temple rather than his own palace. How would you describe David based on the story you are familiar with? Just. Through that any kind of image. David is a shepherd, right? And what? Singer. singer. He was a really great magician and singer. <laughs> That's it? Really? Shepherd and singer? All right, wow. How about, do you remember that? He was a really mighty warrior. Do you remember that story? The fighting against a giant Goliath? It's a very interesting story. I can share that later. But those images come from a dramatic account of first and second Samuel. On the other hand, the narrative of first and second chronicle records of past events shows us different image of different image of David, who was passionate to praise and serve God in one's whole heart. This image of David we can find from the 1st and 2nd Chronicle, And we could witness his joy and excitement of building a temple from today's passage. It was a little bit longer than usual, but we can find it. We can find that there's a great joy, there's a great excitement about this project. And here are pictures of 1st Temple. Isn't it beautiful, right? This is so beautiful. It's been King David's dream to build a temple. So we may think this joy and excitement are natural responses. However, God said to him just before today's passage, God said, You shall not build a house for my name, for you are a warrior and have shed blood. King David had prepared everything for building the temple. However, he couldn't build it. Then where are this joy and excitement and gratitude coming from? Let me read verse 9 where we can find the source of this joy and excitement. Then the people rejoiced because these had given willingly. For with single mind they had offered freely to the Lord, King David also rejoiced greatly. The temple wasn't built yet, so this joy was not coming from this monumental project, but it's from giving itself. This is one reason why I encourage you to practice this rhythm of giving in your life. There's so many positive impacts on giving and being generous. We may think giving and being generous are painful sacrifices, and sometimes they are, that's true, but worth it. But there is also great joy. Let's think about volunteering. Thank you for mentioning that. It was, it was on my, my list. Let's think about volunteering. According to the research, volunteering decra- uh, decreases the risk of depression, Volunteering helps people stay physically and mentally active and helps people to meet others and develop new relationships and may reduce stress level and may help you live longer. Wow, what do you think? There's no reason not to volunteer, isn't it? Right? I hope you can volunteer and volunteer more and often at the church or other places. So live longer and healthier. That's my prayer. To assist you live longer and healthier, let me send you an invitation to volunteer for the worship as your liturgist, testifier, scripture reader this week. So you're going to receive that invitation. So, all right, Chan mentioned that volunteering is there are so many positive impact I want to live longer and healthier I'm willing to push this button to sign up so I hope this would be your response to my email amen all right (laughs) I can see your face here Uh, no I know but I want to live longer and healthier but I don't want to be a liturgist then you can read the scripture or you can share your story (laughs) Anyway, there are so many ways to do it. (laughs) So, one of my ideas that makes you hesitate to volunteer would be that you don't have enough time to do. How many of you have that kind of feeling? All right, my life is too busy. I don't have enough time to do it. So, I found an interesting research in the Forbes article, and it said volunteering time makes you feel like you have more time. Because giving your time to others can make you feel more time affluent and less time-constrained than wasting your time spending in it on yourself. So how many of you have an experience of thinking that I waste my time after watching a bear's game? No offense. I'm just asking. How about bulls? I know I don't, I don't know what's wrong with Chicago. One of the reasons why I moved in here, Chicago Bulls, but I went there, the Bulls game, but they lost every single time. Anyway, no offense. So, you had that experience, right? Then let me ask this question. Then, how many of you have an experience of thinking that I waste my time after volunteering? If you still feel like you don't have enough time to volunteer, why don't you test it? By joining in our welcoming team, our praise team, and our communion table decoration team. Join the welcoming table while you are moving to welcome other people. You can be physically active, I can guarantee that. And, and join the praise band. You can find another connection and relationship while you are singing and playing. Join our communion table decoration team. You would find your new gifts of creativity. Above all, you will find joy and happiness while you are volunteering, giving your time to others. Giving is also important in interpersonal relationships. uh, Sociologist Deborah Bradford Wilcox defined generosity as going beyond what's expected and required. We all know how hard it is, Not because of its higher expectation, but because of expectation of return. Have you heard about score keeping? It is trying to keep track of every effort of every offering of help and care to one another instead of being generous. It's been 11 years since we got married. I can say our marriage is wonderful. Okay or not bad. I'm checking Viang's face and, and so I can say our marriage is good. Frankly speaking, I'm doing a kind of scorekeeping. I do not journal or record it, but I have some in my mind. However, Viang is the most generous person whom I have ever met. Now I can say our marriage is fantastic, right? She always gives more than I expect without expecting anything in return. And it encouraged me to be more generous than before and giving more than before. And it strengthened our relationship more. Why don't you practice giving and being generous first before receiving it? There is one more reason why I encourage you to practice this giving besides this positive impact because it is a teaching of Jesus for his disciples. There are so many parts that Jesus gives something and teaches about giving and being generous. In the Gospel of Matthew chapter 10, Jesus sent out his disciples with this instruction, go and deliver the message Tell them that kingdom is here and cure the sick, raise the dead, kick out the demons. And then he said, you've received without payment, give without payment. From message Virgin, you have been treated generously, so live generously. Why do we need to give generously? Because we have received it generously from God. One of our important practice of giving would be found from our meal train. All right, the picture of What a beautiful family, right? As you heard today, we are looking for your help and support for Smith's family by bringing meal to them. It's a great way to welcome baby Justin and practice a rhythm of giving. How does this practice of giving have been continued? Because people are willing to give generously as they receive, because people are willing to follow the teaching of Jesus as they learn. From all of your heart of giving an attitude of being generous, I could see why King David offered this prayer of thanksgiving. Let us read together. It's from 1 uh, Chronicle chapter 29, verse 17. Let's read together. One, two, three. I hope this prayer of thanksgiving to be continued in our community of faith. Let me close my masses with a short story have you heard about the story of stone soup all right no all right i will share that there was a poor traveler who doesn't have anything more than an an empty cooking pot when he entered one town there was no one who was willing to share their food with this hungry traveler so he went to the stream and filled the pot with water and drop a large stone in it, and place it over fire. One of the villagers became curious and asked what he was doing. It looked strange, right? Just put the water in stone and cooking. So he answered that he is making stone soup, which it tastes wonderful, and he would be delighted to share with the villager. Then he said, it still needs a little bit of garnish to improve the flavor. So this person, who anticipated enjoying a share of the soup, did not mind parting with a few carrots, so these were added to the soup. Another neighbor walked by inquiring about the pot, and the traveler again mentioned his stone soup, which has not yet reached its its full potential. The neighbor handed a little bit of seasoning. More and more villagers walk by, each adding another ingredient. Finally, the stone is removed from the pot, and a delicious and nourishing pot of soup is enjoyed by travelers and villagers alike. Even though the traveler tricked the people into sharing their food with him, but they had successfully transformed it into a tasty meal which they shared with everyone. Today, let me invite you to this pot where we are cooking the stone soup for our community. You may feel like there is nothing but the stone which is inedible. However, at the end, through everyone's generous heart, we might have enough food and resource to have feast and delight all day long. So you can bring carrot, you can bring a seasoning, you can bring anything what you can afford. Our stone soup of water has not yet reached its full potential. What are you going to bring to this community? What you're giving, whatever it be, that can make this community being abundant and your life being flavorful. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we count all the blessings what we have received. We have received everything enough for, from you, but we are not living generously. As we recover and learn our rhythms of life, Help us to give more and live generously as you taught us. Through this practice of giving, make our life abundant and lead us to the great joy. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.